All right, well, welcome into a brand new episode of Bronx Bombers Beat. I am Nate Shelton. You know, I'm always ready to talk Yankees baseball and look back at what's happened in the previous week with the team. If you've been paying attention at all, you know the Yankees have been in the middle of a 20-day, 20-game stretch. And for all intents and purposes, it was a very successful stretch of baseball for the Yankees. Finishing up the last 14 games, going 11-14. and and of course, you know, they got swept by the Red Sox at the beginning of the stretch and finished it up rather nicely, sweeping the Blue Jays in three games. A little bit of a hiccup in between there, losing the three-game series to the Rays at home. So some still some things to iron out for the team looking forward, hoping to secure that postseason berth. They did have a makeup game with the Mets during that stretch. Severino faced Jacob deGrom in that one in Shea Stadium. I'm sorry, not Shea Stadium, City Field. And lost that game 8-5. to Severino, again, the trend continues. The first inning, the, the batting lineup just jumped all over him, got three runs right off the bat and behind the eight ball before the Yankees could even get up to bat. And with Jacob deGrom pitching, you knew that was probably going to be enough for him. The Yankees did manage to get three runs off of him. Two of them should have been unearned, but they credited those as earned runs. So, But it was a homer fest for the Mets. Uh, they hit five home runs in that game. Just teeing off on the Yankees pitching. The Mets had this game highlighted from the start of when it was being made up. So this was a World Series type game for them, and they took advantage of Severino's shaky start and went on went on to win that one. Severino in the last week did finish one and one. He gave up the four runs versus the Mets and in his game Saturday against the Blue Jays, he gave up two runs over five innings. Did have eight strikeouts. So he seems to be turning the corner with the finding his groove again and rhythm with his pitching just needs to work on his pitch count, lowering that, and able to work further into games. We'll see if his, in his next start he's able to work things out a little more and improve even further and getting straightened out, hopefully have a nice postseason run in him if the Yankees can secure that wild card berth or even possibly win the division. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. Uh, during that stretch, we saw Miguel Andahar, who's just been red hot all second half of the season since the All-Star break, just continuing to rake. Now 36 doubles on the season, 20 home runs, and 65 RBIs. Every clutch situation you can think of, he comes up to bat in. He's delivering. Third base play, still a little bit shaky, but still fairly solid defensively. He of course is a rookie so still learning things out there never been a plus defender as we've talked about before but his bat is just continuing to impress everybody right now I hands down has got to be the favorite for rookie of the year of course Torres had that one it seemed locked up when he came up and on his hot tear seemed like he was gonna run away with it but his DL stint has kind of slowed him down in fact, he was in the middle of a stretch going four for 45. And 
Boone sat him down for a couple games trying to get his head straight. Looks like maybe that <clears throat> may have helped as the next game he came back in at a couple hits. So hopefully it's a sign of good things to come for Glaber Torres as they'll need his bat going down the stretch. Uh, Stanton in a stretch of 11 games had seven home runs. You know, he loves the month of August. Now up to 32 home runs on the season. Unfortunately for the Yankees, those have mostly been solo home runs, which you like him to have a couple guys on base maybe here and there to when he plants one out in the bleachers. But as long as he's getting hot and hitting the ball very well, of course, left-handed pitching, he just destroys every time they're out there. Yeah, everything he hits is just blasted off the bat over a... His exit velocity is always well over 100 miles an hour. Just once he gets a hold of it, you know it's a hit. And he gets in that groove, and he could probably get another 20 home runs before the season is over if he can get red hot like we saw him last year. J.A. Happ continues to be a very solid acquisition at the after the All-Star break. Has not given up more than two runs in any of his starts this season. His last start against his former team, the Blue Jays, of course, gave up a a first-inning home run to Grychuk, settled down, gave up another run after that, but just been nothing short of what the Yankees have needed, especially with Severino struggling. Lance Lynn had his first shaky start of the season, gave up four runs in the first inning, but the Yankees were able to come back and win that one 7-5, to five, so... Shaky start here and there. Lance Lynn, of course, kind of a last-minute deal for the Yankees at the break has been another solid acquisition. You like in the offseason for the for Cashman to go out and get a frontline starter. It's one thing he has not been able to accomplish as his time at his, in his time as a GM. So hopefully this offseason he can make that a priority and get a solid. Uh, frontline starter to go with Severino and Tanaka be a great addition there Uh, speaking of Tanaka he had a rough uh, very rough outing against the Rangers as we saw his last time out well his next start against the Rays did only give up two runs but unfortunately the Rays pitching he was lined up against Blake Snell who has been just Lights out for the Rays this year. If he was on a more contending team, I believe Blake Snell would probably be right in the thick of that Cy Young race. He's been that good. But, like I said, Tanaka did give up two runs, but they lost that game 3-1. to one. So, hopefully that's a sign that Tanaka just had a hiccup in amongst his month-long stretch of good starts. So, look for him to have another solid outing his next time out. The bullpen has been getting straightened out a little bit. Batances, of course, has been the one consistent great pitcher in that bullpen this season, which if you would have told me that at the beginning of the season, I would have laughed at you. The way he started out and the way he was pitching the end of last season, so great to see that he has gotten things figured out right now. Robertson seems to have kind of figured out his his problems lately. Chad Green has settled in and has been solid. Holder has been kind of up and down. 
He had a couple. Uh, he had a couple bad outings two weeks ago. So hopefully he can get back on track to where he was pitching all season and just be consistent and locking down that inning that he comes in. AJ Cole, on the other hand, has been pretty rocky lately, getting roughed up quite a bit. I don't know if it's a sign of guys getting used to him and know what to expect from him now when he comes in or if he's just kind of hitting a rough stretch, kind of getting a tired arm or what's going on there. Hopefully he can work things out and become the dominant pitcher that he was for a couple months in the season and earlier in the summer. Britain continues to struggle, uh, like we've talked about before. They expect probably a couple more weeks before he is back to form that he was last year. Of course, he just got back from an Achilles injury at the end of May, early June, so he's still kind of in spring training mode, finishing that up. So I hope to see better things from him coming up in September and be that dominant bullpen they're going to need down the stretch if they want to lock up a wild card spot or get far in the postseason. We'll see, hope to see good things from him coming up. Uh, injury report for the Yankees. Unfortunately, Didi Gregorius is possibly, probably, most likely going to end up on the disabled list. He had an altercation at first base with Kendry Morales colliding together after a base hit and it bruised his heel. Aaron Boone says it's pretty significant and will most likely require some DL time. Cross our fingers, it's only going to be 10 days. He is, of course, the spark plug for that Yankee offense and defense. What he brings to the table is just obviously unmeasured with the team. So hopefully that's only a 10-day stretch and he can get back on the field. In the meantime, uh, most likely Glaber Torres will be manning the shortstop position. And Torres and Neil Walker will more than likely split time at second base to cover during the downtime for Didi. Uh, Torres, of course, has been up and down with his defense second half of the season. It looks like he kind of takes plays off every once in a while. Hopefully he will realize the situation and be locked in all the time consistently while he's manning shortstop and be that great defensive player that we have seen flashes of earlier on in the season and have heard talk about when he was down in the minor league system. Gary Sanchez has moved on to Tampa. He is with the minor league squad there getting ready for his rehab starts. So it looks like Boone's saying probably next Tuesday or Wednesday he could be back with the big club would be a huge lift for the team and hopefully he can get that bat going finally of the season and be a big part of the offense for the Yankees coming down the last month of the season. Uh, I watched some video of him taking some swings off the tee. He looked like he had put in some work during the time off and kind of gotten into some better shape. We'll see if that is in fact the case when he makes his return. I hope we hope that uh, his bat has gotten a little quicker with time and a lot of work in that batting cage. So, of course, his arm is definitely missed on the base paths. The defense has really lacked there for the last 
month or so while he's been out. So, again, yes, Gary Sanchez has had a much maligned season, but he is a key piece to this team. And if they're going to make any kind of run in the postseason, they're going to need him, whether you are a fan of his or not. That's just uh, the bottom line with Gary Sanchez. Um, Looking at the standings, the Yankees are nine games out of first place. The Red Sox did lose tonight to the Indians in the first game of their series. So that's two losses in a row for the Red Sox. And, you know, if the Yankees, the stretch they got going, they're playing more bad teams again. They got the White Sox at home this this, uh, next stretch. They got Miami. They have Detroit coming up. I believe the Rangers are coming up again. And don't quote me on that. Baltimore, they will play a four-game series with them on the road, which we know how that has gone this season. And we hope that better things will come out of that one. They do have a doubleheader coming up Saturday to make up a rained-out game with Orioles earlier in the season. So that would be... The Yankees would get caught up schedule-wise with everybody else after that makeup game. So if they can go through this week, play great baseball, maybe go six and one, seven and zero, oh, and the Red Sox kind of struggle, cross our fingers, get swept by the Indians at home. You're looking at being five games out and still two more series with the Red Sox coming out the division. If We'll see how this week goes. If that happens to be the case where there's six, five or six games out going into Sunday, then the division would definitely be in full play, and they would definitely be gunning for that. And so plenty of time to win the division. Yet yeah, nine games out looks like a lot, but these divisional games coming up in the month of September are going to loom large. Those two series with the Red Sox, could be huge. Kind of really depends on how this week's go. This week goes with that Indian series. The Red Sox pitching has been a little beat up. Porcello got knocked around today. Sales back on the DL with shoulder inflammation. Saying it's just being precautionary and kind of resting him, saving him up. But this is the second trip to the DL, so we we know Sales' history going in to the end of the season and how he wears down. So the Red Sox fans, of course, are keeping a huge eye on that. Yankee fans will keep an eye on that as well. See how that goes. Gail Devers is back on the disabled list, so they are in need of a third baseman and have been talking about, rumors have been coming up that they are looking at Josh Donaldson from the Blue Jays. Of course, Donaldson has been out most of this season with a calf injury and has fought that injury for two years so not sure if that's really the move they're gonna they would make or should make we'll see how that plays out down the stretch so like I said if this uh this series with the Indians goes bad for the Red Sox and the Yankees can capitalize on it and win some games this division is not out of reach yet so all eyes will be in Boston this week to see how that shakes out. They are four games up on the wild card with Oakland. And, of course, they are in a dogfight with the Astros for the division. So the Astros are in a tailspin right now, losing 
three out of their last, or I'm sorry, losing seven out of their last ten. And they did beat the A's in the final game of that series yesterday to reclaim a tie for the division. And technically in first base with the record, record-wise against each other head-to-head. They are playing Seattle this week, so that's on the road. Altuve will be coming back Tuesday for them. So Houston could be a possible wild-card matchup for the Yankees if they do end up not winning the division. Not sure how we feel about that because you know the Astros will roll out Verlander, although he has been knocked around a little bit lately. His last couple starts, he did get the win in his last start, but the start before that, he gave up six runs in a couple innings. So that's a possible matchup with the Yankees. Of course, that is one you really don't want to see. I know the Astros are banged up a lot with injuries. Altuve, a couple other starters have been on and off the DL. McCullers is on the DL right now. Cole has been kind of beat up lately, starting pitching-wise. So this team is not invincible, but in a one-game play-in game, you don't want to face Verlander. That's just not ideal for the Yankees, even if it is at home, because Verlander is that well-experienced. Oakland, on the other hand, if that was the case, young team with not a, not much postseason experience at all, fare, you would fare a whole lot better. So we hope, if you're a Yankees fan, you hope that will be the matchup if they end up in the wild-card position, of course. All things being they are, we all hope they win the division so they don't have to worry about that play-in game, which they would most likely play the Red Sox in division series record-wise if that's the way it plays out. Just still crazy to think Yankees are on pace for 102 wins. They're 32 games over 500, and they could end up in a one-game wild-card playoff and have to face the Red Sox in the division. So, like I've been saying, I know the last couple episodes, I thought the division race was out of reach for the Yankees. The stretch they're in has kind of revived a little bit of hope. And like I've already said a couple times, this week will determine how that division race goes with the Red Sox. So, all my eyes will be glued to the games this week to and keeping track of all the action going on. So we'll look at the Yankees starting off this week with a two-game short series with the Marlins down in Miami. That'll be fun, of course, because Jeter being the owner now, they'll be looking to get a little bit of revenge as the Marlins were able to split a series with them earlier on in the season. And, of course, Stanton going back home. He will be getting some love from the fans there, I am sure, and he will want to put on a show. So look for some big things from him. Hopefully he doesn't feel too much pressure and and overdo himself trying to carry the Yankees in that series. So I will be keep an eye on all the action this week, and I will be looking forward to talking to you again next week after the games have wrapped up. Have a great week.